develop a romantic relationship online and there was this guy who um, who who sent her a Facebook request and I remember she said she told me that uh, she usually never accepts a fr uh, friend request from somebody she didn't know but she had just like a different feeling about this time and uh, so that was her demise you know she's too gullible too gullible oh, oh my gosh did did, what, did she like get harmed by him um did he okay when she was uh, uh she started sending this guy money and uh oh. lots of money and uh you know she told me about how uh you know he he said he was apparently like kidnapped by the uh, and uh held for ransom by dhs some kind of cock and bull story and i told oh her i God. told her you know check the uh, okay they they claim that they were calling i mean that they were contacting her from from dhs but it was a yahoo address you know and oh, and no. so i was in taiwan at the time and i was uh you know i was trying to like uh, i was trying to talk her out talk her out talk her through it and uh you know but she uh she ended up um giving this person like she got a uh a more what do you call it mortgage on the on the property and on her tr hybrid truck and stuff and and so it's like forty thousand dollars in in debt and and um and my my siblings didn't help much either they were like my sister, uh, who also has, uh, she's passed since then. She had cancer. Um, but uh, my sister wasn't helping um, at the time anyway. She was, uh, she was saying, you know, you know, mom, if you, if you, uh, if you, if you're homeless, you know, you're gonna go, you, you're gonna go into a nursing home by yourself, or, you know, whatever. You're, you're not. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna um, take care of you. But and. Uh, so she was stressed out and uh she had a heart attack she and oh yeah heaven's sakes yeah. i am so sorry to hear that oh lord above yeah oh she was the coolest one both she and raymond were the coolest most wonderful people i mean i met them back in 97 no 98 no 97 i think i moved yeah and um yeah it was a until 99 and she they were healthy and you know tw that was 20 more than 20 years ago everybody was different then the world was different then but yeah oh, i am so sorry to hear that yeah me too um but uh yeah that, i mean they had a good they had a good thing i mean they took care of each other and they were happy and i think when he passed then uh i think she was pretty lonely and um uh, made some bad decisions, you know. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But also, you, it's not. Um, there's another thing about the uh, actual the lousy healthcare system in this country has killed both my parents because um, she uh, she had heart pains and she went to her doctor, but the uh, he wasn't there, and they said, well. Uh, you know, why don't you get a uh, why don't you get an ambulance? And she couldn't afford it. She couldn't afford an ambulance in this country. So um, oh. she didn't get one, and she had a heart attack and died the next day. 
Oh, heaven's sakes. Yeah. I, it is pitiful. Yeah. I know the healthcare system in this country, it's shocking. It is yeah. shockingly it's really appalling. It's really oh, appalling. My. And, uh, yeah, it's oh. killing people. It killed both of my parents. My, my dad uh, needed, like, an, one of those, like, oxygen machines. It costs, like, a thousand bucks or something like that. And he didn't, oh, he didn't get it. Um, because, you know, he was skimping, um, on his health and, um, you know, the healthcare system in this country doesn't give a crap about us. So, uh, so he died too, you know, he, he died a year before she did. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, heaven's sake. That must've been a really hard time for you to lose both of your parents within a year. Yeah, that oh. was pretty rough. I, I had to, uh, um come back here and take care of the estate she named me the executor of her will so uh, and then my um what was the really uh besides the you know charm of losing my mom my parents um my my siblings kind of like ganged up against me and uh terrorized me and uh yeah it was really rough it was really rough for like three or four years but, uh, oh. but now everything's great. <laughs> Are you back in Tucson now? Do you live there full time now? Yeah, I'm in Tucson. And in fact, uh, you know, the place looks lovely. My mom would be thrilled because I've got lots of birds. I got peacocks and turkeys and ducks. Oh, my goodness. And um, <laughs> chickens and stuff. And... Um, um, so yeah, are you, are you ever, do you ever come out to Tucson? You're welcome to come out here and visit. I've got, I've got a couple of, uh, um, bungalows going on. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. Well, I have not been back to Tucson since 2000, that last visit with, uh, Kira, and it was just before she opened up her home, she was starting to, you know, I guess figure out a way to make money or to be able to stay in her house, and then she opened up her, uh, or she, it became like a, like a a house for foster kids or something, I can't even Mm -hmm. remember, Um, and then, you know, life was just crazy, I did my thing, and I guess Kira did her thing, and we we just lost touch, which makes me seem so sad. Um, and I was really thinking about her oh, so many times over the years because she was really wa- a wonderful woman. Mm-hmm. But uh, but since you know since 2000, I haven't been out there. But I would eventually. I mean, I love Tucson, and I've always thought about coming out. So I would definitely. Yeah, if you if you ever want need sure. need or want to uh, relocate here or something, I can I can put you up until you get uh, on your feet. Um, you oh, know, that like was a, so amazing! As a, <laughs> sure, as a. Uh, you know, you can you can stay here a month a month free until wow, you find I would pay place. rent. I mean, if it came to it that I was moving out there, I would pay rent. I wouldn't just uh, you know crash on you. But you're so generous. Oh my heaven's sakes! Well, I'm wow, sure, thank I'm sure you. she would want she would like that because uh, you know I, I remember she she mentioned you and it was very positive. You know, I think you were her sure. one of her best friends. Oh, thank you. Well. What, do you know what happened to Kira? Did Kira leave the planet before your mom, or did, did was it around the same time? Like, you know, I I don't know, but was was Kira involved in the Temple of Universality? 
I'm not sure that she was. I don't really know. I know she was really into Sai Baba, and you know, in her ha- at her home, she, when I when I lived with her very briefly in 1997 and 98, she, and also I visited her until I left. Until I left, she so I would always go out and visit her. But um, she opened her home to different spiritual people who would come and give presentations. And she had Native American. Um, leaders and she had all these different spiritual people i don't recall that she was a member of any particular church but she could have been Hmm. but Um, because uh uh, if she was part of the temple of universality you could they're actually on facebook too you can you can ask uh ask around ask around there and see you know it if uh, anybody has any more information, I, I don't. Uh, I I just recall like, I know my my mom mentioned your name. I think more than Kira. I, maybe she mentioned Kira once or twice, but um, I remember your name because it, it was Maloney. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That's so funny. Yeah, there aren't many Malonies out there. There are not many Malonies. Well, she, she was so sweet because I believe she came to one of my workshops. I had workshops just before I was leaving Tucson. I think I did a workshop at Kira's house, and I believe your mom came. You know, she was so supportive. And, um, yeah, she was so great. And your dad, I, when I first came to Tucson, I wasn't well. I had, like chronic um what is it that i have what was it um yeast whatever the yeast Yeast is and what was that candida yes 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 and your dad practically healed me because he gave me a nutritional protocol that i followed and i'm telling you it i regained my health because of him and, um, you know, oh, both okay. of your parents were very smart. They were very deep and so connected to the, the real good stuff of life, not just the crap. And um, and it just makes me so sad that your mom was so trusting of the scam artist yeah. that she just lost everything. Oh, I'm just so sad. I'm so sorry. You know, I, I lost my parents back in, um, let's see, it was like 2000, probably similar to your Folks, my, I lost my dad in 2014 and then my mom in 2016. Hmm. They were about a year and a half apart. Yeah, but, so sad. I know that. Yeah, I know that feeling of like, oh my God, okay, well now I'm all alone. I said, I have siblings. Thank goodness Orphans. I have siblings. <laughs> yeah, the orphan feeling, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, and then did you move back to Tucson right after your, before your parents passed away or after? Um, from Taiwan. Okay. From yeah, I was, I was in Taiwan. I was uh, writing articles about uh, tropical agriculture, and I was in the countryside oh <laughs> teaching English uh, to little kids um, And uh, when my mom died. And then um, I, I came back here for two weeks to settle the, um, the estate, and to, uh, we moved my sister into my mom's room, and the 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 deal was that she was supposed to respect the you know the rest leave the rest of the place um you know intact um the, so when we came back it would feel like 
you know, mom's place, home, you know. But, uh, right. you know, she had some real animosity towards my mom. And she, as mm. it turned out, she had animosity towards us. And uh, after, in um, two years, after two years of being here, she was, like, uh, pocketing the only rental income that was supposed to go towards the uh, maintenance and fixing things and stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and I instructed my brother to pick up the rent directly, and she was furious, and she tried to, she, she got a lawyer and tried to steal the whole thing away from all of us. Oh, my gosh. And she lied to the, uh, she lied to the, um, courts and said that my whereabouts were unknown. <laughs> oh, heaven's sake. <laughs> Oh and, my and that my mom died without a will, so so that she would become the um, executor. And uh, so, but I so I showed I had to come back, and then you know things were really tenuous between my brothers and I because they were well. Actually, it was fine until until we won the case. Uh, we won the case, and then my uh, my old brother, you know the the chomo uh, Scott. He um he had a like a psychotic break on me, man. It was really scary. Oh no! God. Yeah, yeah, it was really uh, scary. So and, and they they both ganged up on me in court. I had to get a restraining order against Scott. They both. Oh my. Yeah, it was a it was a real nightmare. Um and uh, I I felt uh, in real danger for a while. I was in a medical assisting class, and I um I had a I um. They, he ganged up with a, uh, there was this dude that, um, I let, uh, I let stay here, um, and he turned out to be, um, doing meth, so I, I, I kicked him out, oh. and then he got together with my brother, and then they, they, um, my brothers overturned the restraining order, and then they, they robbed me. The next day, oh um, my God. yeah, they Good they destroyed boy. the place. They destroyed it, and it was it was to- it was uh, they just trashed it and stole everything of value, and um, and uh, and and I had to drop out of the my class. I was just like I, I, I also they they got a um, restraining order against me, so I couldn't even go home. I couldn't oh go home. Oh my God! That yeah. Is- Crazy. It is. It was, it was a freaking oh. nightmare for like three, four years. Now everything's wonderful. Um, cause I got, oh, I got a business partner and uh, my band, my my uh, good bandmates. Um, and I'm taking also we're we're taking care of his. She'll be a hundred years old. His mother, uh, my bandmate's mother, is uh, 99 years old, and um, so now everything's wow. great, nice and peaceful. And uh, harmonious. Oh, I am so happy. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Good heavens sakes. Wow. I tell you, I have heard that families go really cuckoo when it after the death of parents. And it's all about, you know, people just get greedy and suspicious of each other. And it's just really, it's really strange. And um, well, yeah, I'm lucky my siblings. That's my experience, too. That, 
that was, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, I heard that too, Only, but only after um, I was actually going through it. I was like, oh, okay, uh, so this is a normal thing. Like, things go to hell after a death, uh, death in the family. And um, um, I think it's because there's like a power vacuum in the, you know, like my mom was holding together the family, basically. Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the thing, I know, it's... Uh... You know, that the moms, you know, and that's the thing. We all respect our mothers, at least most, I mean, I did my family. I know a lot of families did because we respected our elders. And, you know, the mother was the one we always turned to for advice. And when they're gone, it's like uh, everybody kind of loses their North Star. They start forgetting all about their values and sticking together and sticking together and and, uh, being uh, right. Yeah, they Gosh. were. Yeah, they were, so I, uh, I ended up taking my. I have an auntie, fortunately, who's giving me great advice, and uh, she said, "By uh, whatever you do, don't put them, put their names on the on the the deed, because uh, they'll be terrorizing you forever." And so, oh wow! And they oh, were my pissed. Gosh. They were pissed, but um, that was the right thing to do. I'm sure of it. You know, just yeah. to, just to get them out of my life. Yeah, um, right, you know, right. Toxic yeah. people. Exactly. So. so it was a whole thing, but actually, you know, it was uh, it's kind of like a it was kind of like a training session. I for what's going on in the country right now because like there's total break. When I came back here, I I was gone for like twenty twenty five years. You know, I spent like half oh of my, my life. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I was I was living. Uh, uh, living abroad in France and England and Sweden and, and Taiwan. I was in Taiwan for 14 years. <laughs> oh, my God. And you were a teacher in Taiwan? You were this, uh, you know, like an ESL, English as, as a second language Yeah, exactly. Teacher. And a uh, journalist, too. I was working for the newspapers and, and um, contributing. I was a copy editor and then um, features writer, travel writer, and uh, then uh, contributing writer to... Uh, I'm a writer, a writer, artist, musician, etc., etc., etc. Wow, Comedian. you are <laughs> wonderful! Oh my gosh, you're so multidimensional. I would, <clears throat> when I come out to Tucson, I'm definitely gonna look you up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's. I I just got your letter today, and um, I, I see it as like my mom. She's sending you to me. You know, so because there's, yeah. That is so sweet. Oh, I'm so glad that you, first of all, got the letter because you know I took a shot that she was at that address or that address had some meaning because it's. I don't even think you know. I was searching for. I don't even think there's like I said any indication that she passed away. And so um, anyway, I found that address and. Took a shot, and so it did. So you're at that address now, or did it was yep. it forwarded to you? That, no, that's our. That's my. Uh, that's your address. That's, oh, fantastic! Yeah. And I have a vague recall, recollection of where, which part of town that was, because I lived on Speedway. I was on Speedway near. Um, let me see. What was the name of that road that went up? I think like Sun Sunrise or Sunset Boulevard or something. Anyway, it was uh, more in town, but. 
but wow, this is bringing back so many memories, and you're so gracious. I am so appreciative of you. Let me get your information. So your first name is Trista? Yeah. Trista, T-R-I-S-T-A, and what is your last name? Um, well, I go by DeGenova. Okay. That's excellent. Great. Okay. And so because I know same, your address. It means, it means the same thing as Genovese, but not with the mafia connection um, um, association. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. And I have your phone number. I saw the 520 come up on the phone. I'm like, oh my God, that could be, that could be Tama. Um, but uh, I, next, best, next best thing is her daughter, which is actually the during the circumstances, but but you are yes, so gracious. I, I I am so gracious, grateful for your call, and so grateful to have your acquaintance to make your acquaintance to be connected to you. Yeah. Hey, what, Kira? Uh, Kira, uh, no, Nani, why don't you, uh, you know, if you want, uh, and I'm sure my mom would be totally down with this. And I've uh, actually made the same offer to Judith. I don't know if you... Do you know Judith? She's another Judith, one of my mom's you, students. Do you remember her last name? Judith, uh... Uh, starts with an H. Judith. Judith. Uh, I don't say Judith. Judith, Judith, Judith. Uh, it's escaping me right now, but... Anyway, she's uh, she was I think my mom's first student, Reiki student. And uh, so anyway, I made I made it her an offer, and you know she's in town. She's like my auntie, you know. She's another one of my mom's mom's best friends. But anyway, uh, but and she's so busy with the VA and stuff that that uh, really I rarely get to see her, unfortunately. But she's got an open invitation to come here anytime she wants, you know, to recharge and also. Um, uh, to, uh, you know, um, I told, I invited her and I'm invite, invite you if you want to do like Reiki workshops, any, any Reiki, uh, activities or tunements or whatever, uh, you're welcome to, you know, we can, we can work something out. We can hold, we can hold it here. We can even do like an outdoor thing. So it's, uh, Ooh. safe, you know, like, nice. yeah. Oh my door. gosh, so you have like a workshop space. We can, yeah, I've got, there's like almost three acres here and... Um... Oh my heaven's <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. Have Thank you ever you been here? Have no. you ever been here? No, you haven't been here, okay. Well, yeah, no. um, so I, that'd I be great. I don't think so. You know, run yeah, run Reiki workshops out of, out of uh, Reiki Southwest. This place, it's called Reiki Southwest. Got it. Okay, and so it's, does it still, do you do Reiki? Um, yes. Uh, like, not like the form, like I don't do, I haven't, I haven't, uh, you know, tried to do, I would, I would have to bone up on all the literature, uh, and then, right. and, uh, you know, if I tried to, to teach, but, uh, you know, Judith is going to give me my my third degree certificate and, um, uh, next time I see her. 
Um, I've had I had the first and second degree training through my mom. And, uh, that's yeah. That's fabulous because yeah. I only got so I only got as far as Reiki one, mm-hmm. and then uh, I left Tucson before I progressed. I was also at the time that I met your mom, I was very very into tantra and I was learning uh, tantric absolute absolute tantra. Uh, techniques, and I was going to those workshops, so I was at a very spiritual time in Tucson, Um, I mean, it was just such a special, magical, great, uh, I mean, it it was just magical, it was a very important time for me, like I mentioned in my letter, it was transformational, and your mom was really a big part of it, and Kira, and then and then also John Freedom. I don't think you, since you were away from Tucson for so many years, you may not have gotten to know John Freedom, but he was a friend of Kira's and probably also of your mom's. He was a therapist who was in Tucson for many years, but he's since moved away. He moved to California. I know I've been in touch with him a little bit, but um, he's been gone for a while, and I think he lost touch with both your mom and Kira also. So, um, but you know, those, though, he was also very influential of my time while I was there. It was just a really amazing, it's an amazing place. It is. Yeah. It's a pretty cool place. Although, you know, um, this last year though, mm-hmm. it was named, uh, worst in the nation for, um, oh. property crimes. Yeah. There's oh, a big drug yeah. problem. There's a big drug problem. And, and, uh, you know, I felt the. I felt the brunt of it when I came back from, you know, living among kind of like honest, like in comparison, Taiwan is public safety is, is pretty um, sweet, you know, Wow. (laughs) it's like Sweden there, but um, here, you know, there's so many, there's so many people on drugs, especially the meth, you know, hard drugs meth and heroin and stuff and all, all kinds of weird stuff too like the stuff that turns turns your skin into like a crocodile is called croc i think it's called oh god that's horrible <laughs> yeah oh it's horrific god. it's horrific but uh anyway so it's it's like makes it a really dangerous like in town if you come back i, I would not suggest living in town um, got it that's good to yeah. know that is good to know. Oh my heaven's sakes! Wow, my yeah. golly. Yeah, well, drugs are a big problem in the states. Oh Especially. boy, I, that's too bad because it was so beautiful, and I can see where people would go there because it's first of all inexpensive. It's you know um, really a cool place to be, and it is a little bit you know you can go be in a remote area if you want to be, but. Uh, but, oh, I'm so sad to hear that it's overrun by drug addicts. That stinks, man. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. We get a bunch of people from, like, El Paso and, and um, got a huge homeless problem now. Mm. You know, they're living, mm. they're, they're like, crashing out next to the, the Rito or the wash, you know, like, hanging out in the wash oh. and stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so sad. You know, I'm kind of feeling like it's happening everywhere. It's re- it's been really bad in Los Angeles too. I don't hear too much about the drug problem. It doesn't sound as bad as, uh, uh, you know, Tucson. Like we're not. I don't 
I don't know what the crime rate is. I try not to listen to it yeah. because it's like, I don't want to know. Yeah. But I'm sure it's pretty bad here, too. It's just the country is in such a state of, you know, starting to be divided between rich and poor. It really is. It's like what everybody was saying was going to happen. <clears throat> it's either you're going to be rich and you're going to have enough money to pay your bills or you're going to be poor and not have any money or you know the benefits that you need yeah so, well, i remember hearing like 20 years ago that people were living paycheck to paycheck so so uh even before covid it, it was even worse it was like half a paycheck people weren't even able they people aren't able to pay all their bills and then they're like, if they get any medical bills, they go bankrupt. It's the number one cause of bankruptcy in this country is is, uh, is medical bills. Medical. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's so sad. It's so sad. I'm surprised you decided to stay in Tucson after living <laughs> in all those other wonderful places around the world. <laughs> yeah, well, um, you know, this. I'm taking care of this place. It's a very special place. It's a sacred place. It's And... Um, and uh, so, yeah, if I leave, I'm also um, ethnobotanist by uh, training. Ooh. Yeah, so oh I have like a permaculture, like uh, food forest is my, my objective. Food forest and uh, all these pets now, so it's kind of, it would be kind of hard to go back. Although, um, I'm making plans to do... I'm going to be doing some business in with Taiwan, and um, also my business partner, who's half Cuban. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go get a uh, we're gonna buy a, some property in Puerto Rico Ooh. and use it as like a business base because they mm -hmm. have they have like special incentives for uh, have for business running businesses out of Puerto Rico, so. Uh, Oh, that's fantastic! We can we can support uh, we can um, help support Puerto Rico and get a like a business um, tax breaks basically. So um, yeah, I have a really great business partner. He's you know I asked for angels. You know, one thing I learned from watching some of my mom's extensive collection of like the. Uh, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, you know, <laughs> she's got like all those, um, she was saying, she was saying that, um, if you call upon the archangels that they have to help you, that that's their purpose, that's their, uh, you know, so I did that, I did that and I got a couple angels. Oh, that's beautiful, yeah. that is so beautiful. Oh, I remember a lot of angels conversations back with your mom and Kira and the other people that they that they were that was in their circle angels you know it's so funny because I never really paid attention to angels before then and uh they opened up my world that is so beautiful yeah. as and, you above know, never... so below oh wonderful that's Hermes, gorgeous yeah Hermes Trismegistus uh Trismegistus means thrice blessed and it was probably Thoth, actually, um, I've been doing a lot of uh, research on that. I'm, I'm really interested in uh, um, uh, symbols, mythology, the world's mythologies and stuff. Ooh, yes. <laughs> God, you're fascinating. You're a really <laughs> cool woman. I love it. 
<laughs> Man, I, I'm. It sounds like you're like. I love that you're completely engaged in in what's happening in the world, and that you're also smart. You're intelligent, so you're actually it's making spiritual. a business out of something to help the planet. That's incredible. Well, that is you, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I'm glad to glad to uh, meet up with some of my mom's uh, choice friends. Aww. And uh, you know, join join this join family family chosen family. Oh, well, I can't tell you how blessed I am. I'm feeling some angels around me right now. I'm feeling a, some vibration around me right this minute. Just talking about this and speaking with you, and I am so grateful for you. Thank you so much for being the beautiful woman that you are, and for being so considerate to reach out, to take your time to, to reach out to me. That of course, really me. means a lot. Thank you very, very much. You're so welcome, yeah. And I would <laughs> no, love my to pleasure. meet you. Yeah, yeah, well, please come anytime. You, you are I'm so sweet. Vacation. Well, free free vacation, your... uh, free social distancing vacation. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if I ever did decide to do a workshop, because I used to do workshops, but they were more, uh, there were energy workshops, but they incorporated Taoism and Tantra. Not a ton of Reiki, nice. although Reiki kind of is, you know, it's all energy, so it's a, it is a little bit of Reiki as well. Mm -hmm. But before COVID, I did do in-person workshops. I still do occasional online workshops now but you know what i would love to in the future do a workshop at your place and of course i would pay for your rental space and everything but sure, right. <laughs> wouldn't say no so to that <laughs> i love it no you deserve it you deserve it yeah so well, you, you welcome to come down for a weekend uh, or uh, uh sometime <laughs> and check check the place out and we can discuss like what uh what we'd like to do and and uh, how to do it and when and and, uh, and then maybe the next time after that you could you could hold a workshop here that sounds fantastic yeah well i'm sure my mom well, would be I, overjoyed oh that would be great we would definitely feel her vibe there for sure for sure oh my goodness well yeah, i will definitely be in touch i have mm -hmm. Your phone number. Do you have an email address? Do you ever communicate through email, or do you prefer phone or text or anything? Um, I have an email, although I, I check it kind of irregularly. It, like texting, okay. phone call is probably the best way I would. Got think. it. Okay. Although I can, I'll give you my email at at any rate, but I'm I might not see it for a long time. Yeah, let's <laughs> we'll just go text. I'll just make a note. I just made a note that you prefer text and phone. That's what everybody's doing these days anyway. You know, mm -hmm. I I still look at email daily, but um, it used to be that I'd get a whole bunch of emails, and now I hardly get any email except for junk email, and, but, a t but texts, a lot of texts. So mm -hmm. I, th I think that's just where the world is going as far as communication is concerned is we're texting now. And that works for me. It's instant. Yeah, it instant. This would be an interesting survey to do. Like, when's the last time you wrote a letter? <laughs> I know. Well, it's like, <laughs> when I wrote your mom's letter, I was like, this is the first oh, yeah. time I have written a letter in so long. I, my handwriting was all weird. And it's like, it's, I didn't edit it because normally when I type something, it's like, oh, well, that sentence should go here. No, maybe I should move that there. I take, change that word. But I was like, now, nah. spirit, I just said, yeah. <laughs> 
hard yep. to edit in a written <laughs> in exactly a written <laughs> exactly so but, but yeah well, kudos for that <laughs> oh, you're dear <laughs> well trista thank yeah. you very much you are you've made my day you've added <laughs> a magic magic sprinkles and your sweet mom, I'm feeling her and seeing her. I'm feeling Kira and all the and all of Tucson. I mean, when I was there, it was just magical, and I'm just feeling that magic now. And I'm so grateful for your call. Thank you so so much. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll definitely just stay in touch for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure, Melanie. Um, yeah, give me a call uh, anytime you want to come down here for a weekend or whatever. Just let me know. I will, and thank you so much for that invite. That is really, really generous. I really appreciate it. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to meet you and see your beautiful space. For sure. Yeah, you'll love it. It's very, very beautiful. Uh, my mom says it's a, uh, it's a uh, energy vortex. Yes, I Did believe she tell it. You that? I believe it. I believe it because you know what? I, there were some a lot of energy vortexes there. I know. Uh, in the Solora National Park where in the west side there were a lot and I think I remember Kira talking about the energy at your mom's place too mm. your mom and Raymond so That's yeah amazing. I believe it yeah Judith says that whenever she comes here she, when by the time she leaves she feels kind of drunk <gasps> ooh <laughs> <laughs> that's wild the energy you know the energy gets her kind of high yep I believe it. That is hysterical. Oh my God! What a riot! Well, 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 I'll get ready to get energy vortex high with you when I get out there. <laughs> yeah, come on out, man. When you when are you coming? When are you coming? I'll I'll let you know, girl. I'll let you know for sure. Okay, oh, check uh, check with your secretary and let me know. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have my secretary call your secretary. <laughs> <laughs> do. Okay, my dear. Great, great well, to chat with you. Um, thank you. Great yeah. to talk with you too, Chris, Trista. Thank you very, very much again. You're welcome, sweetie. Uh, talk later. Have a okay, blessed my day. Friend. You have a blessed day too. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. Take care. Love and light. <laughs> so Hitler was on map. Well, actually, Mr. Um, Puppy was on. It is is uh meth head as well mm -hmm. yeah he um does the um the uh the adhd um drug what's it called the uh no the attention deficit it's like it's basically mad what they put all the kids on ritalin ritalin uh, ritalin and uh once they pseudophanes they, they put them on clonidine too, which is weird because it's, my mom just affects her really badly with clonidine. So maybe with young people, it's, they don't feel it that much. They're young. Clonidine. Yeah, there's um, there's this former staffer from The Apprentice. <laughs> um, his name is Noel. Starts with a C. Anyway. Which so he's, own, he's, that's me. Um, and he does stand up too. And he said that, and he's on Twitter. I read this on Twitter. He's got like a long Twitter feed about all the stuff. Like, um, he can barely 
he can barely read and write and he would get like really um really like uncomfortable because he can't read the teleprompter because he's fucking he, he's got an undiagnosed read uh reading disability plus he has absolutely no intellectual curiosity so he's never read a book or whatever you know it's never it's not into knowledge he's got like fucking mind comp next to his bedside table and he idolizes hit hitler what yes that? Hitler's yeah he re, he has it by his bedside according to Yvonne, his Trump. former wife yes he idolizes Hitler he's a fucking his his you know just like we were, you know we were talking about before his father was uh, riding against police you know like father like son right his father was riding against police in 1927 with a thousand other Klansmen in New York City. His father was a member of the Ku Klux Klan? Yeah. Got arrested. His name was in the newspaper and his address. Fred Trump. And he denied, he lied about that too. 40,000 lies in four, just four years. 40,000 lies. <laughs> 10,000 lies a... 10,000 a year. Uh, I'm sure it's actually way more than that because those are just like the recorded ones that, you know, that were in the press. To the press, I'm sure he's like, uh, like the dude is, he, he's a wannabe. He's a fucking practicing Hitler, you know, I, he must think he's re re Hitler reincarnated or something. How much you want to bet? Um, he does think he's the, yeah, um... I want to say the Messiah, I think he's, uh, and, and the, um, that's why he gets, like, all this adulation from, uh, Christian fundamentalist nut, nut jobs, you know, these people, there was this really great TikTok, it's funny as hell, um, it's, uh, it, this guy says that, um, oh, some, this, this chick asked, why is it that Christians seem to be susceptible to these right, these conspiracy, right-wing conspiracy theories? And, and, uh, this dude gave this awesome answer. He said, it's because, you know, when, uh, they grew up, uh, you know, not, uh, cultivating any critical thinking skills and also, um, being, uh, groomed to accept uh, everything as fact that is is told to them. So, um, yeah, the the Christians. We got some uber Christians in in this country that are like we see them at the church. You know they they say like. You know, let's pray to let's pray that Biden gets assassinated. They actually basically said this, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but that's exactly what they said. They suggested praying that Biden gets fucking assassinated with me. Such backwards thinking. Not just backwards, just fucking dangerously and fucking psychotic and crazy and 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 and, and, and um genocidal. Yeah. Colonizer, colonizer mentality. Well, you know, fucking church needs to be reined in. <laughs> Serious. Uh, uh. 
I, I've been calling, um, I've been calling for them to, uh, I even, like, sent a message to the Pope on Twitter, several, a couple of them, you know, like, because he's actually, seems to me like a beautiful human being, um, you know, like, if he's the last Pope, as the Vatican had predicted, then, um, he's the, maybe probably the best Pope, and he's, you know, actually coming out, and, um, he went to Canada, and made an apology for the genocides, I think he even used that word, uh, the church's role in, in, um, uh, you know, this, in, in Canada, there was an expression about kill the, kill the Indian to save the child, Oh. Have you heard of that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like a, the Indian the child. Mm -hmm. yeah. So anyway, I've been calling for um, since he's a nice pope, he should be. He's probably open to. I I suggest I um called on him to, uh you know I thanked him for apologizing. Uh, now how about put some uh you know basically put some. Some uh, money where your mouth is, and how about reparations? Uh, give everybody, every, uh, I said, give every uh, indigenous person on the planet, uh, what, a million dollars? Million dollars. That'll make him go bankrupt. Ha 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 ha. Maybe. Probably not, though. They'll probably still have plenty of fucking money. Uh, how much, how much money does the church have compared to the queen? Because the queen is the richest person on the planet, and she owns, like, a third of the land territory on the planet. Including Canada and... Yeah. Like, a lot of the islands in the Caribbean. Right? Virgin Islands? Uh, she own, uh, you know, a lot of Nassau, Google it. Hammers. The, um, did you hear about that, uh, uh, where Rihanna's from, um, Barbados? I think it's Barbados. I think Barbados just recently, um, declared themselves sovereign from the queen. Did you, did you hear about that, Ben Mason? No. Check it out. It's pretty cool. Rihanna, Rihanna did something, uh, and that's how I... Yeah, they 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 declared themselves sovereign and something else too is really cool. So they're they're um Barbados is independent now of the crown. Aren't you happy Ben Mitte? No. No. Why should that make me happy? Why not? Because the year that we're always talking about the crown and being national. Well, we're better with them than without them at this point. That's the thing. What do you mean? They've always been there for thousands of years. The Rome, Rome is the. A couple thousand years. Rome was the final power on earth that, that still rules the world, in my opinion. And Rome, the Roman royals are hidden in the Vatican, in Switzerland, in England, and yeah, 
the European royals. And they killed the Tsar. They were related, but they killed him because apparently World War One was about uh, who was going to dominate commerce. So the Germans said, hey, no, what we want to do it. And the English, no, we want to do it. They were all kings. And the Russians, no, we want to do it. So they all went to war over that instead of sharing it. What the fuck? Don't share it? No. They got to have Fabergé eggs like this that are like a million dollars or something like that in those days or something. It's ridiculous. Hmm. Fabergé egg. There was a Fabergé egg ex exhibition at, in San Diego when I was there with the nuns. I mean, it's beautiful art, but, you know, it's not worth the lives egg. of countless thousands of peasants. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking egg. People are starving. Collection of crusted jewels. Yeah. By droves. Oh. Just so you can, you know... They want to possess, you know, they want to possess it. They can't go to wherever they're made, right? In France or Switzerland? Probably Swiss. Probably the eggs are probably Swiss. With the clocks and the, the you mm. know, the really yeah. fine little tiny little details like in a, in a watch or a clock. What else are they famous for? Cheese? <laughs> yeah. Red Cross. Red Cross. I've been to that. Uh, their headquarters is in Geneva. Yole. Geneva. <laughs> Yole? Are they the Yole? Famous? No, uh, that's Austria. Austria. That's where my, my, uh, Trampush, 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 they Austria? went through that area where the yodelers are in Austria. I mean, they were, um, dislocated from Slovenia and then to Austria in that area. Mm. And then they came to the United States. Yodle. <laughs> Trampish. Trampish. People. Gachalia. That's quite good. I've actually been there. I went did some I've done a lot of uh genealogic genealogical research. But you know, a couple girlfriends of mine and I we rented a car and um went down to Italy and then to Slovenia and to check out this place called Gachalia, uh, which is where my ancestors come from, the Trampash. Where in uh, Slovenia? Yeah. That's in like... Uh, <clears throat> Former Yugoslavia. Out there in the south... Well, next, next to it, next to Italy. Europe, right? Trieste, you know where Trieste is in uh, Italia. It's right over the border, like... Near, yeah, it's near the border of Italy. Those were your grandfather, maternal grandfather? No, that's 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 the Italian side, man. From your mother. Yeah, mother's Italian. Dad, Daddyo is uh, well Slovenian that went through Austria and came to the states. 
been down in in Italy as well um several times I, once for uh my actually twice twice for um genealogical research for myself and one to help my friend I had a, a younger friend uh, Michelle who uh wanted to uh, we, we went to Italy together we took the train from France and um went down all the way to start well uh, her family her family was in the south of Italia um Foggia in Foggia <laughs> and we stayed there and looked up her family and mm -hmm. uh, then we went to start not Sardinia um Sicilia Sicilia and Sicily? yes Palermo and then yep I've been to Sicilia and then we went to um I'd read uh, well the the godfather um Corleone you know Cor you know Don Corleone yeah, heard the of Corleone, Corleone. In, in Corleone is in, in Italy. Yes, yeah, see, uh, see I, we went there. But and Corleone. so there's these two American chicks, like, with backpacks, <laughs> going through this, like, dusty little village. And these, these um, the Carbonieri, the police, Polizia, mm -hmm. you know? Carbonieri. There's a couple of different types of police, Polizia. In Italy. Anyway, they stopped and they basically were saying, like, are you guys like, oh, because <laughs> this is like, so, uh, I mean, like, there are no tourists there. <laughs> no tourists? No tourists in Corleone. Oh, uh, no. But Corleone is just, uh, no, fuck off, cat. A euphemistic name for another name, you know, it's, it's a story about the real mafia, right? Because there was a guy that killed the New York captain uh, in real life in the 1940s, and apparently that's the real, the real boss. Suck it, cat. Because, uh, okay, Mo Green is really Fuzzy Siegel. Don't call me Fuzzy. <laughs> Benjamin. <laughs> and he was in real life he was shot uh, he was sitting in his home in Miami, Florida and he was shot in the back of the head and the bullet went out of his eye and the godfather Mo Green who really is Bugsy Siegel he was shot uh, at the barbershop and he was shot in the eye but through the front uh -huh. Where the real the real guy got shot in the back of the head and the bullet went out his eye. <clears throat> yeah, so it's like loosely based on facts. Right. It's, so yeah, the Godfather is based on uh, real characters, but they changed the name. So Corleone, dude, apparently it's just the name they they picked out to replace the real name. 
Yeah, clearly yeah. Yeah. When I was uh, I was working in the so political science it. department at Berkeley with my with my buddy Maria, you know the work study program, <laughs> and um, there was this one professor. I forget his word name right now, but he's known as like the fascist professor <laughs> on the staff. You know, like if, if you work in the department, like you do, like you make photocopies of for the professors, and you you uh, you know. The grad student mailboxes are right there, so, like, and they ask questions, so you get to, you know, you get to, anyway, I was chatting with this professor, and I asked him his favorite book, and he said, The Godfather, I said, why? He said, because it shows machine politics. Machine politics, yeah. So the, the book, the book must be different than the movie. Yeah. But, oh, both of them are pretty amazing. But, uh, you know, like the descriptions of, of Sicily in the book, you know, it was just, when I was actually seeing it on the train, I was like, wow, this, this, this is exactly... Did you read you know, the book? Yeah. After, you know, I asked him, I asked that professor David's book. It's the one where there's this hand manipulating a uh, puppet rock. Um, the, uh, the cover of The Godfather? Yeah. Oh, uh, huh. Remember, it's what do you like know? A, this hand, and it's got the, the part of the uh, puppet that, that the hand manipulates, and it shows the strings, it doesn't show the puppet. It shows, the, it's like a cross with strings. But, um, what else? What I learned about the mafia in that <coughs> book and movie was that that <coughs> you know, they they kind of <coughs> they kind of go into communities and they're fulfilling they're fulfilling a purpose that the government doesn't right, doesn't take care of you know say like. A, a mother, uh, like a couple that can't afford their kids' gun school or something like that, or, or uh, I don't know, the medical bills or something, not, um, or um, a, anything. Yeah, they they um, they come in and they, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That's a, that's another. Um, aspect, yeah. And the Godfather in the original, you know, he didn't want to get into the drugs. Mm -hmm. That's why they tried to kill Yeah. And I remember there was like an Irish, uh, <laughs> was he Irish? Or was a wasp? Um, what, the, the who didn't quite fit, fit in because he wasn't Italian, you know. There was only he was a part of the family. You're talking about the... Uh, I, I think it was like half. Yeah, I have, it's been a long time. Yeah, you're talking about the when he was a boy, so he was an orphan or something, the, and, and the godfather mm. picked him up and made him part of the family. Yeah, there was a character, a there was a character that wasn't, you know, blood, or like, not Italian. So, um, you know, Cosa, Nost Cosa Nostra. Yeah. Our thing. Yeah. What do they call it? Like a mano negro with black hand or something? Like that? 
stuff hurts. Go get him, go rip up my new arsehole! Colonizer, where does colonizer come from? Hmm? Um, 1620s. Put in colonized ass. Colonized death? What the fuck? Colonizer. Colonize the colonizer. <laughs> the Latin colonist. Colonist. Tenant farmer, settler in new land from the word colere to cultivate till or inhabit okay when was the word colonizer first used 1620s to settle with colonists plant or establish a colony in from the stem of latin colonas tiller of the soil farmers see colony january 22 2018 colonize etymology The root word. Um, wait, let's see here. What is the root word for colonist? Late 14th century ancient Roman settlements outside Italy. From Latin colonia, settled lands, farm landed estate. From colonist, husbandman, tenant farmer, settler in new land from colere, also used by the Romans. Translate Greek uh, poikia, people people from home. I use the word in Star Trek pretty regularly. <laughs> Is America a colonizer? I love these questions that other people ask. <laughs> Is America a colonizer? American colonization started in 1607. And ended. No one hasn't ended. <laughs> Did you know that Trump tried to buy um, the, what was it, Greenland or Denmark? Tried to buy Greenland, I think it was. Denmark just like blew him off. Colonizer between the years. Ended between the years of 1776 to 1783. Oh. Mm. The ending year of American colonization aligns with the Declaration of Independence by the United States of America in 1776 and the end of the Revolutionary War in 1783. They came within 10 years. So then the Monroe Doctrine is different. It's not colonialization, it's exploitation. Manifest Destiny. The eastern portion of North America was primarily colonized. Okay, um, is the word colony offensive? The word colony is offensive. So are the words settlements and frontier. What, why the fuck? Why? 
trying to say that it was during the time of Shakespeare. Was that what he was trying to say? No, it's, uh, the word more is politically incorrect today. To use the word more. And the more is attacked. Colonizer, colonizer. What do you call a country that colonized another country? As Rashita says, a country that colonizes is a colonizer. That is true if the area being colonized is not inhabited before. Mm. And by the way, what was the source of that? That was weird. It was like, why is that offensive? There's no explanation. To whom and what at what per time period? <sighs> a country that colonizes is a colonizer, according to someone named Oshito. That is true if the area being colonized was not inhabited before the colonization. If there were already people there, then the colonizing nation would be called a conquering nation. So yeah, it's not. It's not colonized. Yeah, it's not. Uh, conquistadors. Conquerors. Conquered's nation. Yeah, that's the way. Mm. Mm, I would disagree. Well, maybe since the church, yeah. That's kind of the trend since the church's inception 2,000 years ago. But people have been around a lot longer than that. And apparently, uh, you know, there was a lot more matriarchal society action than, than we're led to believe. I think the world was basically a matriarchy until, until then. Colonies still exist. Today, colonies are rare but still exist as non self governing territories as categorized by the United Nations. Examples include Bermuda, the British Virgin Islands, and the Cayman Islands, to name a few. Non self Are you stuck in there, kitty? You got a chicken in there? Yeah. Got my little super whitey. <laughs> Did you like that? So, hell yeah. What was the first colony in the world? 
Puerto Rico, considered by some to be the world's oldest colony. To understand Puerto Rico's current political status, it is important to know the events of the past. Taino Indians inhabited the island when Christopher Columbus landed in Puerto Rico in November, November 19th. That was just a couple days ago, the anniversary of that. Puerto Rico. So they're saying it's Puerto Rico. I thought, and other people, like, I looked it up, Hispaniola, and it was said that it was Dominican Republic. You know what? I think they're, they're purposely making it confusing to figure out where the fuck is Hispaniola? Where did Columbus land? Mm. Um, I think he first landed in Puerto Rico. I think it's the west, most westerly. Uh, Where we carried out genocide. It's the first chapter of, of uh, Howard Zinn's People's History of the United States. Have you ever have you ever read that or heard that? No. It's on the YouTube. There's the uh, it's on YouTube. You can like uh, if you're driving or something or well, all they had to do was show up lot, because or, the diseases were gonna kill people in the next two or three weeks after they showed up. Not not immediately, but they enslaved them and they used them. They were they were um. It was brutal. It, it was a massacre, and uh, you know there was somebody. There was a contemporary who wrote about it. Who was there? So um, it's fucking horrific, actually. I think it should be required reading. That's that's what Christopher Columbus did, and also he was involved in sex trafficking. He wrote a he wrote a letter. Yeah, I bet the uh, talking about how uh, the brisk trade and what was it, fourteen year olds, kind of like Trump and Jeffrey Epstein, right? Well, yeah, because there was a lot of men that were in charge of uh, like uh, the, the little government that they first installed, and the soldiers, the officers, they needed women. Little shop. Little shop of horrors, little shop. And we had sex. So they got them, you know. That's pretty sick. And apparently, um, he was so brutal that he, when he went back. Columbus himself? Yeah. Hmm. That when he went back, um, he wasn't, uh, you know, people were, like, I think the, the queen, king, king, queen, they were like, they were kind of, or people were kind of horrified with what he he had done there. And um, although he, uh, it's called the Colombian Exchange. I know um, he got into trouble with the crown after like the second or third trip. They blamed them for going know. too far. I think was it or not bringing enough rich, riches? Not bringing enough riches. I think. Um, Maybe. Hmm. Anyway, the so he wasn't like when he went back to he was he was not a he was not a hero from what I understand because I mean, he carried out genocide in a um, new land. Hmm. Gotta check on my mom.
right.